Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, who are you to suck you back in later into the relationship into trying to get back into manipulate, control, and abuse you? Did you ever feel like you were in a cycle, maybe with the person that you're with, maybe the toxic relationship you just got out of? It felt like it just kept cycling over and over and over again. A lot of times we talk about narcissism, we talk about idealization, devaluation, discard, and just back and forth, back and forth. And that cycle a lot of times can almost be predicted. Sometimes you see people that they can see, hey, this cycle, it happens every month. It happens every two months. It happens every six months, every year, every four years. And they see this cycle happen over and over and over again, maybe with themselves in that relationship or maybe with the partner in multiple people down the road. They keep seeing, wait, there's a pattern here of how this keeps happening. Well, I want to talk to you today about how narcissists abuse, excuse and reuse constantly going back and forth and going through some of the same manipulative tactics that keeps coming you coming back and abusing you time and time again. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist. I'm on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do that in a couple different ways, whether it's the free information just put out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, anything like that. Follow us on there just to get some tips, ideas, and just thoughts about narcissism on a daily basis. So check that out. Just look up Raw Motivations. Maybe you are getting out of a relationship and you're looking for a community or support because you need to have a support system if you're going to heal, grow, and change. Otherwise, it's a lot harder. Download the NARC app, N-A-R-C. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. N-A-R-C. Just type it into Apple or Google Play. It'll pop right up. Download that and join us there. We've got weekly lives. We've got monthly coaching under the premium supporter tab. We've got people who are on there to be able to give you advice, be able to help encourage you along your journey, along your way to get back to being healed, happy, healthy, and whole. So check that out. If you want to talk to me sometime, maybe on a one-on-one or in a group coaching or coaching event or anything like that, please check out my website, rawmotivations.com. We've got a lot of exciting things that are going on there and super excited to be able to offer a couple things to show you guys what we're trying to do to be able to help you grow, heal, and change. We've got a lot of different um, things coming out uh, just here coming up to the end of the year of 2022. A lot of things coming out in the next couple months. We're super excited. But anyways, as we're talking about narcissism, like a narcissism as a whole is, is abusive oftentimes, right? Like a lot of times people want to be like, oh, narcissists aren't abusive. Well, a lot of times if you look at the DSM-5 and the nine characteristics that make up narcissism, a lot of those lead to abusive behaviors. Does that mean every narcissist is abusive? No, that's not what I'm saying. Does it mean that they, a lot of times they have a tendency to do that because of those things? Absolutely. Think of the ego or the sense of entitlement. 
And just those two things by themselves can often lead to some really toxic conversations and a lot of areas that people put themselves up above other people, lord them over, the, over other people, and a lot of times control other people too. And there's multiple other things in that, but I'm not going to go into that because we've done videos about the DSM-5 and the nine characteristics. And if you haven't seen that, take a look at that just so you know what they are, because it's helpful to know what the nine characteristics. A couple people the other day were thinking like, well, this, this was a characteristic or this was a characteristic. And I was like, no, like we need to kind of get back to like, this is the nine characteristics so that you know. So if you haven't seen that, check out that video. Okay. But a lot of times when we talk about narcissism, we talk about the narcissistic abuse. So we talk what normally happens in there. There's a couple that are often prevalent, especially in the relationship, going through the relationship, getting into the relationship. You normally have that idea of love bombing right, where they're going to put overt and lavish praise on the other person and really just pump that person up. Now, a lot of times it's done in a malicious way of let me pump you up. And then all of a sudden that switch changes and okay, let me just tear you back down. And it's like the same things that I use to pump you back up is what I'm also going to tear you down. And you also have gaslighting. And gaslighting is one of the most insidious ways of manipulation because it not only is just telling a lie of like, hey, this in the past didn't even happen, but it's also trying to make you feel crazy. It's trying to make you feel like your reality isn't real. And as a result, you have to trust the narcissist. You have to trust that toxic person to guide you through when all they're doing is producing fake reality around you. This is why a lot of times you see narcissists go to manipulation, go to lying, going to all different types of things to be able to get you to do something against your will, be able to manufacture your emotions so that they can control what you do, what you say, what you think, how you act, where you go, what money you spend, anything like that. You'll see it time and time again. Sometimes you'll see in the abusive side, the triangulation where the narcissist is pitting you against another person. And that could be in person, seeing both people there. That could be in person walking down the street and they're checking out someone or they're commenting on someone. That could be, you know, a long distance. And you're talking about, you know, someone else that's in their life or a close friend or a, a whatever it might be. They're someone in their life that is making you feel uncomfortable of like, wait a second, like, am I in competition? Like what's actually going on? Sometimes that'll even be family members. You know, the narcissist, daughter or the narcissist son, depending on the relationship there. There's a lot of different ways that people can triangulate, even with just past memories of, let me tell you about my exes. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this relationship. Let me tell you about this time. A lot of times giving you the subtle idea that you need to fulfill a certain level. You need to fulfill a certain idea. And a lot of times when that doesn't happen, we also get isolation where the narcissist takes you into the fog the fear, the obligation, guilt leaves you in the fog. And it's like, hey, like no one else is safe except me. I'm the only person that can give you validation. I'm the only person that can give you that support or give you whatever you need. So don't go looking for it for anyone for anywhere else. Then not to mention you got rage, the emotional abuse, the financial abuse, so many different things that happen. So abusive in nature, narcissist abuse. Okay. And then number two, narcissist excuse. A lot of times they excuse their actions. And just like with the gaslighting, that didn't happen. Like, I never said that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you just don't remember things. Excuse away their actions because they don't want to take accountability and responsibility for the things that just happened or what they just did. A lot of times they'll use the smear campaign to ex excuse their actions. Of oh, wait a second. Like, this actually didn't happen. Let me go ahead and tell everybody else how it actually happened. She left me. He went out and cheated. Like all these different things that they'll start telling other people, a lot of times that are not true with the smear campaign, that's trying to get other people to adopt their false reality. Once they're able to get other people to adopt their false reality, then they can prove to you that you're the crazy one. 
almost like smear campaign is like a giant gaslight of everybody to try to be able to get you to think that you're crazy. A lot of times you'll think they'll excuse their actions by the new supply. Because you see the new supply posted and shown everywhere of this is my soulmate. This is the best person ever. And they're excusing their actions in a previous relationship by jumping into a new one and making you think that they're perfectly happy and everything in the old one was your fault. Because a lot of times the goal, the idea is like, let me take the blame. Like as a narcissist, let me take the blame. Let me put it on you. And if I can put it on you, then I don't have to deal with the blame. I don't have to deal with the responsibility or the accountability. Let me put it on you. So this is why a lot of times you'll see them excuse their actions by saying, hey, it's your fault. It's your fault. Think of it this way. A narcissist will take it and they'll say, hey, it's your fault. Imagine it being like a gift, okay? A really crappy gift, but imagine it being a gift, okay? Here's the gift. It's like, hey, it's your fault for what just happened. I cheated on you, but it's your fault, okay? So we package it up. We give it, give it a nice package. And they try to give it to you and they say, hey, it's your fault. And you say, no, like, that's not my fault. Like, that's yours. And they were like, oh, okay. And so they bring it back. They wrap it in a new wrapping paper and they label it, it's our fault. And then they hand it back. Well, we just have communication problems. You know, we're both a little toxic. It's actually our fault for everything that happened. And a lot of times people accept that. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It's the same thing. They literally handed you the same thing. They just took off the Y and said, hey, it's our fault. Nothing changes. So you have to remember, a narcissist excuses their actions. Now, the last way that they excuse their actions a lot of times is through flying monkeys. Of the flying monkeys coming into your life and being like, hey, like you should go back. Like They are changing. They are getting better. Like Why, why aren't you with them? Give them one more chance. And a lot of times you'll have those flying monkeys come in trying to excuse the actions that happened to you in that relationship. So we're talking about narcissists. We're talking about a lot of times abusive in nature. And two, excuse their actions. And three, reuse you. Oftentimes, you'll see the narcissist go through these actions, abusive, excuse whatever they're doing, and then come back and do the same thing over again, right? That cycle that happens time and time again, they reuse you. So it might be the idea of a reverse discard, where the narcissist is going to make your life hell so that you leave, and then they can come back into your life. They'll try to come back. They'll play the victim of like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this person was so awful to me. And then later down the road, they're like, you know what? I I know I said that they were awful, but I'm going to give them another chance because I care about them so much. And then they go back into the relationship or they try to get back into the relationship. And oftentimes what they'll do with this is they'll try to hoover you back in. They'll hoover you, they'll suck you back in later into the relationship into trying to get back into manipulate, control, and abuse you. Sometimes that hoover is very like overt of like, hey, I want to get back into your life. Please let me back in. Begging, pleading, having a bunch of people like come around and be like, really, like these people support me. I'm changing. I'm growing. Help. Like, get, let me back. Like all this type of stuff. And then sometimes it'll be really subtle. It'll be the reverse hoover where you run into them, where they're looking at your social media, where they're saying stuff to the flying monkeys or your family members so much that you finally reach out, but they didn't contact you. They waited for you to contact them. Sometimes they'll just sit back and wait for you to come back because you've gotten to a place where you always go back, where you always reach out. Maybe they use the silent treatment and then you always reach out being like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't know what I did wrong. And you start apologizing for things that you never really did. A lot of times when they reuse and they try to come back, they'll profess change. Like, hey, I'm changing. Hey, like I'm doing all this stuff to get better. And then you ask them, okay, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm talking to you better. Or, well, I'm doing this. And they can't really articulate an actual plan. They can't really articulate even with data or scripted out of like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm changing. This is why a lot of times you don't give a narcissist a list. Because as soon as you say like, you know, what I really want is you to get in therapy. 
done. Let me go ahead and check off therapy. There, I'm in therapy. I'm telling the, the therapist a bunch of lies. Now I can come back and I can abuse you. Okay? And a lot of times the narcissist will do this to confuse you and go through that push-pull, like back and forth, reverse discard, hoover, reverse hoover, profess change, go back and forth and creates a cognitive dissonance that ends up leaving you trapped. Ends up leaving you trapped with a trauma bond where in your mind you know, hey, I know this relationship is toxic, but I still want to go back. I'm just not sure what to believe. I'm not sure even if they are a narcissist. I'm not sure if I'm the narcissist. Maybe I'm the toxic one. If some of those are the questions that you're struggling with today, reach out. Whether it's to me or whether it's to someone else, I would love to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. I'd love to be able to talk to you and help you get clarity in the crazy making of dealing with a narcissist and getting through that cycle of when a narcissist abuses you, excuses you, and then comes back and reuses you.